This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or Compass, located in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. And while you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page and you can check out past shows and subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. Now, folks, as it's depicted in popular culture and especially advertising, looking ahead to retirement is a time of great excitement, optimism. Uh, After all, if you're in your mid-60s, you've likely been working for more than 40 years. So retirement means you can spend your time doing the things you've always wanted to do. Um, You know, tandem rides on bikes, palm trees, um, smiling at people walking by, whatever it is you see. Sitting in side-by-side bathtubs on a beach holding hands. Yes. So, you know, while that depiction of retirement isn't, sometimes it's very true. It's also true that those final years and those final months before retirement can be a source of a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. But before we get into common retirement fears and what you can do to combat them, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. I could t- I could see the wheels turning trying to come up with some kind of little insult or jab when you introduced me today. <laughs> You're always working on it. Uh, but you had to do it straight today. I love that. Uh, there were so many. There were so many. I-, I know there's a lot of places you could go. Uh, from my perfect face for radio to my lovely figure, everything. I mean, yeah, you could go there, but I, I'm glad you chose not to. Uh, yeah, I'm doing good. In fact, uh, I love your your intro. I, it just I picture all those uh, ad advertisements that they gear towards seniors for medications and supplemental Medicare and things like that, or they show the the retired quote unquote retired couple, and I'm like, they're maybe 62, you know. So if, yeah. if so, they're <laughs> retiring very early, or 55, some of them. Uh, but they're walking along a beach hand in hand, or uh, laying in hammocks or, you know, standing by a pool in the Bahamas. Uh, you got to love those ads. It's just like you're, this is your dream as a senior, right? So, oh, yeah. and then what everybody has to in. do, that's, yeah. that's your retirement. Yep. And it's all, <laughs> and then retirement, it worse is like retirement flyers and magazines because they use the same stock photos. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> half the stuff is probably on my material. Yes. The stock photos of seniors uh, on your work, material. Yeah, you're working with your artists and like, well, it needs to be, you know, a couple of this age looking up and to the right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then you're, yeah. Yeah. Can, can it just be a real person? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> nope. So, <laughs> but this is going to be a good show because retirement, we joke, but it, it does cause a lot of anxiety. I mean, my wife and I have already started talking. I mean, we started talking before we hit 50 on how are we going to have enough money in retirement? I mean, yeah. uh, it really is is something. I mean, 
you know, you can hardly pick up a magazine or watch primetime TV without seeing that ad. So uh, clearly they tell us people are living the good life, but those same ads never tell us how much sweat and work and worry go into reaching a picture-perfect retirement, right? I think you've hit something really important there. Uh, Getting yourself to the retirement you've always wanted does take a lot of work. There's going to be moments of doubt. There's going to be moments of worry. But here's the thing. Doubt and worry are both perfectly natural. They're totally normal human emotions. Ones I don't have, not being a totally normal human, (laughs) but which most people do. Sure. Um, now, I doubt, you know, doubt and worry are absolutely one of those. It's one of those things we're all going to feel. So it, my my take is this. Embrace that. That means you're on the right track, right? If you were just like, everything's going to be fine, that's probably, no, it's a great worse. attitude to have. But you might want to approach this with a little bit of that doubt, a little bit of that worry, and then get those fears relieved. Make sure that things are right. Those little voices are usually telling us something we need to know. Now, there was, there's a, um, an article in U.S. News and World Report, November 2020. And, you know, with everything else going on, this was an easy one to not see. But it was common retirement financial fears and how to overcome them. And it's got some pretty decent uh, observations, I think. And, you know, I think we've got some good advice to add on those. Yeah. And I mean, certainly it's normal to worry, like you say, and our our listeners out there should know that if they're worried about how their retirement's going to look, they're in good company. Uh, with the rest of us. So what's the first piece of advice you have for us? Okay. First common financial retirement fear is kind of what you've touched on previously, and that's running out of money. Yep. You know, our goal, I always ask people, you know, are you going to outlive your money? Is your money going to outlive you? Which, you know, which one do you think is going to happen? Which one's more likely to happen right now? If you don't know the answer to that question, if you don't know which one's going to happen for sure, you need to talk to a financial professional. Now, it might seem obvious. That question might seem obvious or even the sentiment, fear of running out of money might seem obvious. And to a degree it is, but it's, you know, it's not it's not super easy to determine how much you're going to likely need with any real certainty. You can get close. It's always going to be a ballpark and it's always going to be an evolving piece. There's going to be assumptions you have to make. Things are going to change as life goes on. It's always going to be at the best an educated guess, but why not have the best educated guess you can uh, work with an ex- work with an experienced financial professional. They're going to be able to calmly, confidently address your concerns, questions. They're going to be pretty well positioned to help you add more certainty to determining how much money you'll likely need once you've left the workforce. Now, don't get me wrong. You can sit down with people who say they know finances and you can do a back of a napkin calculation sitting at the corner of the restaurant table and come up with a somewhat of an idea. But then do you know how to get to that number? Is that the concrete, you know, again, nothing's concrete. You can do some guesswork, but in the end, there's a little more that needs to be done. Well, yeah. And, and there's always more that can be done. And that's why, that's why people listen to the show is to figure out uh, some of the tips and strategies. And I think this is a good one to look at. And, uh, you know, obviously no one wants to run out of money and, you know, I've said it on the show before, but, uh, my favorite line is you don't want your bank account to go to zero before your blood pressure does. Right. (laughs) Right. Yes, that's true. That's a good one. So uh, and but I know that you need to work with a financial professional. That's that's uh, number one uh, to help uh, alleviate these fears and to get a good plan in place. And also uh, some good software programs. I know you utilize a lot of great proprietary software, right? That helps people. 
listen, there's a lot of stuff out there. There's apps. There's free apps you can use online. There are, we have software that we have that we uh, allow, you know, our our clients have access to through the generational vault. It's a great money suite that they're able to track all their accounts, current values. They can link everything together. Uh, And then there's software we use on the planning side, you know, which is a great relief. I remember when my father started out in this, in that, on the financial planning side of things, the amount of calculations done uh, outside of what the software availed at the time was a ton of work. Now, I'm not saying becoming doing all the work of a financial uh, certified financial planner is that much easier. You know, my sister still has a ton of work to do in that field, but the software has made it much more much easier to get multiple scenarios and all these different options for people laid out so that they can take a lot of that anxiety and doubt we were talking about earlier out of their, out of their decisions, you know, having that, well, what if I do this? Well, here's what is, what if you do this? Here's how it compares to, if you go this route, here's how it's compared if you go this route. So the, the software makes a great thing, makes a great advances for people to be able to make those decisions. Now I do want to say this. I'll also, I, I'm, I'm not going to name any one of these actual financial professionals by name, and I don't mean their first and last name. I mean kind of the in, part of the industry they'd be in. But there are a lot of financial professionals that hold out very simple software that looks like it's making complex financial analysis for you, analyses for you, that isn't. And it's really in the guise of some illustrations for particular products. And is it giving you some information? It is. But... A comprehensive financial plan is a serious endeavor. It's a serious piece of work. Uh, it's 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 akin to an extremely well thought out estate plan work that a lawyer is going to put together on that, on the estate side. This is the same thing for your finances, and it's not something you just want somebody who's good at one piece of the financial puzzle to be doing. You want you want somebody like a CFP putting that together for you. Um, and so again, yes, yeah, software is good. And there's a lot of stuff that can help you get to some of the decisions you're going to be doing, but don't, don't use very simple pieces of software as the be all end all. If you're really serious about getting a good plan together, uh, I highly recommend working with a CFP. They're all going to use slightly different pieces of software for the work that they do, but the end product, a comprehensive financial plan is the piece that's going to help you make that big difference in the long term. Yeah, and I think that's well said. That's awesome. Now, a strategy that fully utilizes someone like yourself, a financial professional, and a robust software program like the programs you have seems like a great start to me. And I know one thing that goes hand in hand with saving enough money for retirement is making sure that it can withstand things like inflation, right? Oh, yeah. Listen, inflation is one of the things most people don't even really consider. It's the silent killer, really is. Uh, we talk about that all the time, right? Uh, as prices tick up, the money you save doesn't have as much purchasing power. Purchasing power is really one of the best benchmarks. Inflation is one of the best m- benchmarks you can put your investments against because everything else is really relative to that investment and what it's doing. Purchasing power is the real definition. If I have a dollar today, I need that dollar to be able to buy as much as it does today in 25 years. And so if I'm not at the very least increasing my dollar by purchasing power, I'm losing money. If I'm beating inflation, if my if it's rising above the rate equal to or above the rate of inflation, I'm preserving my wealth. 
Anything less is going to be eating into the rising cost of life. So we want to make sure, you know, if, and never mind in crazy time, you know, inflation, if it was go up rapidly for whatever reason, it could extremely imperil your preferred retirement lifestyle. Massive inflation could make a big difference on your purchasing power in any given time. Even if the, even if they're small, uh, things along the way in a bigger picture, like maybe you don't get to eat out as much or travel as often, but might, maybe they're more significant depending on how much you have saved. Maybe it's the difference between paying the property taxes on where you currently live or having to move. Yeah, that definitely sounds like something you'd want to consider on your journey to retirement. Uh, what do you have next for us? I think this next concern, uh, and this is I'll say here, higher healthcare costs. It's probably oh. going to have a lot of people nodding their head in agreement as yep. you hear that. No revelation to say that healthcare is expensive, and there's no reason to believe that it won't just keep getting more expensive, no matter what plan people have put out uh, from the government side of things. Nothing's changed; it keeps going up in costs. So it leaves a lot of near retirees sweating the details of their own coverage. And to that end, one good option may be opening. A health savings account, a, you might have heard them referred to as HSAs. Now, not only will that kind of account help you cover medical costs, but it may also provide general tax savings. One thing to note, though, uh, once you do turn 65 and once you enroll in Medicare, you'll no longer be able to fund an HSA. Oh. So good for certain times, but one of those things that and one of those things that can help reduce some of those doubts and fears going towards retirement. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's important. And, you know, during today's show, you've covered a lot already, you know, some of the more common fears that people nearing retirement have about their finances and how they can be addressed. And you've been talking about, you know, having trepidation about certain elements, how that's perfectly normal. It's a gigantic life change, but I think too many people view retirement as the end. It's really a new beginning. And, you know, but you have that the whole thing about no more steady paycheck from an employer. Mm -hmm. That's a lot uh, uh, to deal with. And thankfully, most of the fears and questions can be adequately addressed uh, from what you're telling us, right? Oh, yeah. A solid, comprehensive financial strategy. It's often a very powerful way to alleviate those very natural financial fears that many people have about retirement. Again, that's why we always do that planning first. It makes most of those other decisions that much easier. Uh, so another one, next frequent area of anxiety from that article, the com common retirement financial fears. And m make sure you realize we're talking about financial fears here because I'm not going to bring up rogue elephants. A lot of people fear rogue elephants, Tony, but that's not what we're talking. We're talking financial fears. Okay. Right. So stay, <laughs> stay focused, Tony. I'm, that's why I'm not I getting to rogue elephants. I can, <laughs> I, I can, I can smell the wood burning, Tony, and yeah. we're not going to be talking about rogue elephants. It's financial fears, how to overcome them. Yeah. So the next big one, and this is often, you'll hear it for the year leading up to and the year after. So you, you normally get two years off of it. Elections, stock market crashes. You know, oh, if you don't hear yeah. about them all the time throughout the year, it's always around elections. Um, now, we're going to get we're going to avoid getting the specifics about stock market, you know, and each and any of the ticker symbols, any of that on the show, because we don't have enough time to talk about all its ups, downs, all the nuances. Uh, we could even we could spend I could spend an entire show on one part, uh, you know, just on on volatility alone, never mind anything else. So let's just say this. If you have significant money tied up in the stock market and you probably should, it's a 
good time for you to work closely with your financial services professional who has market experience. Uh, it, listen, the, the youngest financial services professional, licensed financial services professional, is already has a, a very good idea and an, a good understanding of how these things work. So having anyone in your corner is going to help. Um, but having but it someone should be who's, you. It should be Matt Brunner. Listen, there's only so many people I can help, right, Tony? And don't get me wrong. I want to help as many people as I can, but there's only so many people I can help. So the very most important thing to me is that people do get the help they need. And it makes sense to me when they work with people like us. People are going to do planning first and then move on to these other problems because it's solved in the planning side. Good luck finding somebody with your looks, wit, and charm, though. (laughs) Good. And luckily for that, right? (laughs) But... um, Threw you off there, didn't <laughs> you? Did you got you knocked me right <laughs> off my soapbox, Tony? Listen, I you want to find someone who understands what the market has done, and just because they're thirty years old doesn't mean they don't have a, a historical understanding of what the market does at times. What I'm saying is this: you want to help. You want to have people that are going to help you not get too emotionally high, too emotionally low when it comes to your investments. And again, I think that's. Solved at the early stages by having a plan in place because you understand why your investments are in there. I, I, I met with a group of people. Uh, it's a 401k I, I do. I, ha- I have rep on and and I met with them yesterday morning. And you know, they the, some of the things that they talk about. Like, what about the? And everybody wants that, especially younger people. They think you know, oh, this person made a ton of money in Tesla. I saw that they bought it when it was seven dollars and fifty cents a share, or whatever. Yeah, well, they bought you know, or you know, yeah, they bought twenty five hundred shares or twenty, you know, thousand. They're still spending thirty thousand dollars. You you're looking at you're not going to make yourself a Tesla millionaire with eight hundred dollars. No, no. Right. So, and people are thinking, how do I turn this eight hundred dollars into a million? Well, you continue to save another eight hundred dollars on top of another eight hundred dollars on top of another eight. Right. So, but. They they were they're worried their bigger worries. What about the market goes up or down or here? And one of the guys in there had the right thing. He's like, it's a long term game. He saved me the he saved me the answer. Yeah, we're talking these these investments are long term investments. And yeah, you can have part of your money tied up in what's more of a casino strategy, trying to bet on what's going to go up or down today or tomorrow. But your long term investments, uh, you need to be able to get off that emotional roller coaster and understand that that's not today and tomorrow. That's that's long term money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people who try to time the market and, and do that stuff. Uh, you know, Warren Buffett says every time, if you try to time the market, you'll lose every time. So mm. that's what Warren Buffett says. It's a lot. You got to be in it for the long haul. You got to be in it to win it. Yeah. And, and why pay attention to what he says? I mean, he barely knows anything about it, right? <laughs> well, he seems to be one of the guys who's done the best with it. Uh, yeah. Ever yeah, in history. What, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. if you're going to model yourself after somebody, I say you model yourself after that guy, not the one who's got a YouTube video of him in a rented Lamborghini telling you the best option strategy. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a valid point. And, you know, uh, although it is good to seek uh, financial professional, help, but the, yeah, the guy with the YouTube video and the rented Lamborghini, no, <laughs> avoid that. So what's next? What do you want to cover next? Um, You know, one of these next things I want to talk about is this. I think it's a little interesting, and I think for some people it needs to be maybe 
more of a concern than they consider it at first. But it's children moving back home. Oh, yeah. Now, listen, certainly people love you. You love your children, your instincts to help them, whatever the cost, whatever their age, whatever the situation. But if your children are going to move back home, the cold reality is not my youngest, but the other two. Yes. (laughs) Oh, wait. No, is this we're not recording. (laughs) Two of my two kids can come home. You have three kids, Tony. You have three. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you have three kids? Oh, yeah. The other one. He's out back staring at the sun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it's going to cost you one in some way or another. It's going to cost right another uh, other adults, maybe even their kids in the home. Expenses are going to go up if your children have to move home for whatever reason. Be smart about it this time. Remember, remember the, the same thing you told if you're going to live under my roof, right? That was the rule before. Now, yep. just because they're older, the rule doesn't have to change. Have them agree to some things before may, paying their own expenses by contributing maybe to a household savings account. You know, it, they're going to be paying less than if they're renting out in the uh, in the rental market somewhere. It's not like you, oh, you're you know going to slumlord them. By staying at your place, you're going to overcharge them and not take care of them. They're going to be in the house, but have them contribute something. If they're moving back home because of student loan debt or some other debt, it's absolutely fair of you to ask them to come up with the plan for how they're paying that debt off. And if you have a hard time having these discussions with them, bring them to your advisor. If your advisor is worth their weight at all for what you're paying them to do, they're going to talk to your kids about these things. Most importantly, you and your kids should sit down and agree to a date when your child will once again move out of your home and strike out on their own. If you do not do that at the very, you know, at least have a soft date and a hard date. But there those need to exist or it may never change. And the last thing you want to do is spend your, you know, the best part of your retirement years resenting your kids or your kids resenting you. Right. Right. So having having those understandings takes a lot of that weight off the table and you're able to have, you know, you're able to have a very decent relationship while you're there, understanding that there are responsibilities and no one's just getting a free ride. Right. I mean, a child moving back home right before you retire is probably a wrinkle. A lot of people out there don't expect, and they especially don't realize how much it could derail their retirement. But I think working with your kids on a plan or your adult children to get back on their feet and out of the house, I think that's a fair solution that you've you've brought up today for everybody involved. Uh, what's yeah. what's next? Well, I, here's one. And actually dealing with this with a newer client right now, the fear of taking Social Security at the wrong time. It's probably one. I know you've heard me talk about it before. Oh, yeah. uh, and people listening are probably, you know, heard other people having this, having this problem, getting the timing just right. It can be tricky. Now you can start collecting social security when you're 62, but your monthly check's going to be smaller than if you waited until the full retirement age. Currently full retirement age is between 66 and 67, depending on your birthday. Now, if you wait until you're 70, you'll get the maximum amount of social security. It's going to roll up from your primary insurance amount. You want to take a look at your other retirement assets, then anticipate how much money you're likely to need to maintain your preferred retirement lifestyle before you make any decisions about social security. So many people make decisions on social security based on what the person they worked with is doing or what their parents did. That is not the winning way to make 
decisions about your finances or what people. your neighbor or coworker says right no, yeah no. you may yeah you may want to take it at six somebody says i don't you don't you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring well what if tomorrow brings 30 more years of tomorrows <laughs> if tomorrow brings 30 more years of tomorrow starting your social security at 62 is probably going to be a very bad idea yeah if tomorrow's going to bring if if you know five years from now you're gone Starting retirement at 70 would have probably been a bad idea. There are give and takes in every situation, but you're, you probably don't have any fixed investments rolling up at 8%. So when you have one like Social Security that can do that, if you can structure some of your other assets to be providing for the social insecurity you're going to be getting later. Um, I'm sorry, Social Security. Did I say that wrong? <laughs> I can I might have said it wrong. I don't. No disrespect to the program. Uh, this it, it's making the right decision for you is the important one. It doesn't matter who else did what. I'm dealing a, again with a new client. We know where is the sweet spot, but they're like, what if what if something happens tomorrow? Well, there's two ways to look at. You know, yeah. you can either live every day like it's your last. And I talked about this. I think I talked about this last show. Yeah. Or live every day like it's the first day of the rest of your life. Yeah. And I like to look at things that way. Big and difference. Yeah. 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 I like and nobody has a crystal ball, but you know, nope. if you can plan on like a, a sweet spot where, Hey, you know, here's, here's the average length of how long I, I should live based on my situation. Uh, let's go with that. And it helps your overall strategy. Uh, you, you can't live with like, what if tomorrow I get hit by a car? Well, yeah, that would change <laughs> everything you do today, but you can't live sure. like that. You know what <laughs> no. I mean? Yeah. So yeah, things, yeah. things that can, things you have the power over is what you should be taking control of. And that's one of them. And listen, it's not going to make you a millionaire, but it can be a big difference in how much money you get lifetime out of social security. Oh yeah. It can make a big, big, yeah. big, over a hundred thousand dollars in some cases. In some cases I have absolutely seen that be the case. That's crazy. Well, you know what? We've covered a lot on the show today, but we're out of time. Uh, is there anything else you want to add, Matt, before we go? Yes. As usual, I'd like to add more time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No? Okay. No. So, no, listen, if you have any questions about any of these topics, if you've experienced any of this anxiety, any of this, you know, any trepidation leading up towards retirement, and you have an advisor, talk to them about it. If they don't ease your fears, get a second opinion. Talk to another advisor. See what you can find out there. And if you haven't got an advisor, please go get one. Talk to them. Help them help you through these things. These are the things that we do day in and day out. This is what we are best at, is helping you make these decisions. And again, find someone, if at all possible, who will help you work from a financial plan. And I, I highly advise finding someone who's going to do the right work, a CFP, not somebody who's using a free software and says, here's a free financial plan. It's probably not even quite worth the paper was printed on. Right. I'm not saying, I'm not saying there aren't, there aren't advisors out there who will do things for you for a very fair price, but make sure you're getting what you, you went for. Don't, you know, yeah. make sure you're working with the properly licensed people, giving you the proper product that they and get a said gonna, and it's going to answer your questions. Yeah. And then have somebody else take a look at it if necessary. If you don't think it's what it's supposed to be, have somebody else take a look at Matt, it. You'd be happy to look at it, right? Uh, I'd be happy to review their stuff. Sometimes I'm not happy when I see what other people have been given. <laughs> True. <them. laughs> 
true. Sometimes well, I, I feel I feel a, a, a bad for people when I say when oh, I see yeah. what other people have said is financial advice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Well, hey, give that number one more time. Our listeners can call if they want to talk to you or have any questions. Sure. It's 800-339-9252 or they can visit us online. It's compass-ltd.com. That first visit is always complimentary. There's no obligation to it whatsoever. All right. Thanks so much. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC, Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.